1: Yes, Lynn. There it is. Let me just say, man, I love the Mosaic of and I love this time, y'all. Uh, behind the scenes, if you could only have a camera oh, and be watching us. Nothing but, but professionals. You got that right. <laughs> Seriously. So, hey, I'm Hank Meadows, pastor of Mary Baptist Church. This is the Mosaic of and I haven't done that in quite a while. Started it with that. So, sup? Got my home slice, Miss Mona. She's hey, played everybody. injured here yeah, today, y'all. A little bit, a little bit. So, we're going to talk
2: about really <laughs> it. It's quietly. too late. Yeah,
1: that ain't happening. <laughs> yeah, she's got a really bad headache. Too late. So She's playing injured today, um, which a lot of times means you're going to play your best. So I'm looking forward to what you're going to say today. <laughs> okay. Got producer DJ Dan over there in his nice, lovely pink shirt. Dude,
0: doing great. I feel a little Easter-y. little <laughs> little late to the game, but you know, better late than never. I don't know. Pink is an Easter color. Yeah, yeah. Pink's very... It's the only well, time I usually... I used to the, wear it growing I up. I mean,
2: it is... I mean, because you do Baby pastel pink. colors yeah. for Easter. Yeah, not
0: like fuchsia. Yeah, that would not be Easter color.
2: <laughs> but hey, Jesus is still risen, so we can <laughs> have was Easter in like,
0: I mean, we all of a like, sudden went to go. a color
1: scheme or something. <laughs> I'm like, I just There are rules to this. these things. <laughs> yeah, good gravy. Oh, I'm all my lunch. So hey, y'all have outside of the headache. Having a good week. Super. Coming off of a wonderful Youth Sunday, might I, we yesterday. Did have a right? yes. <laughs> <It's funny. laughs> So I had two great sermons yesterday. Drew preached um, John chapter 4. Um, he finished up sort of the pa- uh, passage you had started. Unplanned
0: the week before. too. Um, yeah, yeah exactly. and you and, and the week before I preached, you had led right up yes. to it. Right up.
2: Yeah, it's literally it's like there's a God up there. I believe it is.
1: <laughs> it's handing love all of it, and then on the back of it, so Drew sort of finished up his sermon yesterday morning without talking to Alex Holly, who preached. Um, Alex Holly, special guest on the Goose of Grace once. Mm-hmm. Um, about hope and then basically Alex's sermon was on hope so I'm telling you these last four sermons from the pulpit at Marion have just
0: been rolling right yep, along yep. you know it bothers me when you start pressing buttons yeah. that's <laughs> I, I why
2: he's producer DJ Dan, I was just muting
0: he, the intro that time not Mona we're good,
2: we're good. Buttons.
0: okay so I, it just bothers good me job. I good have job. flashbacks
1: to the first few when Mona was muted the entire time <laughs> yes we recall that with laughter now all the time so and then Alex preached on the purpose and, and from hope um, yesterday morning as well. So, um, um, his passage escapes me right now. Jeremiah twenty Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. 11. 11 yeah, that's right. And, and that's really right. I'm I think sorry. It was
2: one of the one of the best presentations of that passage that I can think of because. <laughs> He handled it appropriately. Yes. He handled it in context, um, and um, just and brought it all out—not just the part of 2911 that people kind of mm. focus on. He really handled the whole passage. That's you,
0: sort of one of those they reach in and pull out. Yes. Wendy and I were, were talking last night. My wife, for those of you who don't know Wendy, um, and and we're we both just agree, it's going to be great to watch God work through him yes. and see what God oh, has in yeah. store. Yeah. Oh,
1: look, I'm all, I'm all from my chair, okay. Yes. I'm looking at three dudes that can flat preach. Mm-hmm. Seriously, I am so jacked up excited for you three to go out. Not that I'm excited for you to leave, so don't. I'm not <laughs> yeah. saying that. This guy's hot here. To see what you, how God's going to use you three. Yep. Very three distinct styles too. Yep. Yep. You know, Drew is more in the mold of me, talking fast <laughs> and and you know going at it, but. Um, to see his growth yes, from yep. when he first started, oh, yeah, his growth is tremendous. And you, with a little age on you, just being honest, yeah, coming at it from a theological, yes, really a lot of deep theology on the week. And then Alex, mm-hmm. just as a basis of his first one, his presence was really good. Yes. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So, I being the pastor of this church, and you guys, uh, being some of my guys, man. I'm very excited.
2: Well, and it's very exciting to see um the fruit of what's in, of them coming out of Marion. Yes. And yep. and that's what we should be all about. And so what a blessing it is from God that these three are coming.
1: Yeah. And and you know, there's some other guys, you know, um Zach who's at Chester Level, um, Kevin Hamill who's in Chicago, mm-hmm. was in a church plant. Man, I, I don't know why God has chosen me that to, okay. to have um whatever amount of influence I did. On, on some guys other than just keeping it before them that, Hey, God's calling some of you guys mm. to preach, right. man. We right. need some guys. You know, I'm the old guy around here now. <laughs> um, I literally coming up on 20 years.
2: Ooh.
1: Are you for real? That's crazy. That's awesome. Um, and to see God working in the lives of you guys, I and seriously, and I want to I cannot wait to see how God's going to use you guys, um, in the ministry. And I pray you guys go out and I'm including, Zach and mm-hmm. Kevin, you guys go out and just do great things for the kingdom of God. Yep. Yep. Um notice I didn't say for yourself yeah, or for yep. some church but right. for the kingdom of yes, God. Yes. So hey, so hey, we're back. Hey, boom. Hey. Back, to the, <laughs> back the to the Sermon on the Mount.
2: Sermon um, on the
1: Mount. we're sort of leading into um the whole Lord's Prayer. Yep, yep. I think we're really gonna have a great time with yep. that. Um and so I <laughs> can't wait. Dan is is over there excited. Um I am. So we're in Matthew chapter six and we're going to be dealing with the first four verses um, of this and um, came across some really interesting truths today um, in my study as I was preparing for it. Um, I'd looked at it some, um, a little bit toward the end of last week, just reading it, trying to get it in me. Um, But then the day when I really start focusing on it earlier today, about three things really jumped off the page at me. I see you don't, you don't. Oh, you got front and back figures. I have some. Figures. Little Teacher's little, pet. little miss over here. I don't yeah. have nothing. I got a headache. I don't have anything. She got front and back uh, of notes, so.
2: They're not full either one.
1: <laughs> They're more than I got. I've got three words written down, basically. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> They're three important words. You got
0: three <laughs> more words? Now I got brother.
1: <laughs> so um you up to reading? Sure. And praying?
2: Yeah, I can do that. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to read um, Matthew 6, verses 1 through 4. Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. For then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Thus, when you give to the needy, sound no trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may be praised by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give to the needy, do not let your... Let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your giving may be in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you. And Father, we thank you that we are here this evening and for this time. And um, thank you that I'm upright and able to be here. And I just pray blessings um, on our conversation so that we may um, send forth the truths of your word to those who are listening. We thank you for the privilege of it. In Jesus name. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. So, hey, let's just jump in here. And, you you know, at first glance when you're reading this, and sort of, you know, most Bibles will have a little bit of a thought Mm -hmm. in a complete paragraph. So at the top of there, mine says giving to the needy. So, And I knew it was sort of talking about the needy in this passage. um, But I was like, where is it? I don't see it. Other than, well, in verse 2 it says when you give to the needy. I'm like, where did it then start out talking about that? So, But then, dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Word nerd, um, <laughs> beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. The word righteousness, they're literally translated means your alms. Yeah. So it's almsgiving is mm. the actual word. It, and it talks about not just financial, but if you give food, if you give money, if you give anything. So whenever you're going out of your way to help out those that are in need, um, he says, "There, what I want you to do is make sure you're not broadcasting mm-hmm. it to everybody mm-hmm. else." Mm-hmm. And so, when we think about how we, how do you treat those that you would say, quote unquote, are beneath you? Mm-hmm. I really, I look at people how they treat um, janitors,
2: mm-hmm.
1: how they treat th- those that just are less fortunate, mm-hmm. just don't right. have what you have. Do you look down on them? Do you treat them with contempt? Do you treat them? Do you make it known that you're better than them? I can't stand it when we do that, man. We're all human. Some people just have have it a little better. I mean, whether your family's a little bit more well to do, whether you got a lucky break and you're you're making a bunch of money, whatever, however you got what you got. You know, except by the grace be of God, there be eyes.
2: Exactly. Yeah. You know. Yep.
1: So when we talk about this thing of Make sure you do it behind the scenes. Um, That needs to be a part of who you are. Because I cannot stand folk that think they're better than somebody else. That's That's just a little thing man. me. I don't care where you're at. But I I also think, here's my second one. So I'm getting through all mine really quickly. And then I'm going to open it up once I do this. Three times, (coughs) Jesus says there in verse one, beware of practicing your righteousness. Mm -hmm. Verse two says, when you give. And verse three says, when you give yes Jesus is making a point to say it's not if you should yes it's when you do yep. Jesus is taking for granted that as a believer this should be your proper recourse mm-hmm. this should be how you live your life that you're st- striving and seeking ways abilities to help those that need it right what for whatever reason
2: right
1: so run with it. Um, or go with the whatever direction you want to.
2: <laughs> Did you have something along that? Well,
0: line? the the only thing I I wanted to point out something we we've talked about before is when God blesses you with with whatever it may be resources, time, whatever. It's not for you to hoard that or use it for your own enjoy. I don't want to say enjoy entertainment or distraction. I guess would be a better way. It's to pass it along to someone else. So it goes right along with that—that that assumption that you're already doing it because of God's providing it is for someone else's benefit. So that's well, I and
2: mean. I was trying to remember, and I don't remember, but in one of the devotions that will be in my book, um, in speaking about being generous and the fact that um, God's math is not our math, yeah. mm-hmm. and and so when we are generous, even when we don't, we think we don't have it to give but we give anyway that how god honors that and blesses mm-hmm. that and that that's not an ex- if we think well i don't really have any extra to give that's not really an excuse no because with god uh, with god's economy and god's math we do have it
1: oh there's so many places <laughs> i could go with that. so just back up what you said dan uh colossians 1 120, 25 um Paul says, we've, I've quoted this, I know, at least t- 10 times in this podcast, of which I became a minister according to the stewardship from God, that what was given to me for you. Right. And then if you go um, to, I think, Second Corinthians, the point you were just making about giving in those times, um, it's chapter, you can really talk about chapter 8 and chapter 9 and, and Second Corinthians. They gave out of not their abundance, yes. but out of their emptiness. Yes, mm.
2: right. right.
1: All these churches that were given because there was a famine in, in, in Jerusalem and, mm. and that, um, they gave out of what they didn't have. Right. And so I love the quote by Johnny Hunt. You don't have to be rich to be generous. Right. Mm-hmm. You have to be generous mm-hmm. to be generous.
2: Yes, absolutely.
1: And it's a difference.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And... And I would want to go back here in these verses to the very first word, which is beware. And so uh, where Jesus is telling us to be careful Mm -hmm. not to have this attitude um, of practicing your righteousness, your almsgiving before other people in order to, so they're he, you know, he's saying they're doing it only so that other people will see them do it. Yeah. And, and, um, as I was looking at this, um, and when it says in verse two that um, when you give to the needy, sound no trumpet before you. And and, uh, honestly, (laughs) all I could think of was um, people who post on Facebook about what they've done, you know, or any social media. And, Mm. you know, that, um, and you, there's a fine line between what are you posting and how are you being humble about it and how are you not. And, but I think that you know, if we post it and if we proclaim it, then are we not just sounding a trumpet like what like yeah. Jesus is talking about?
0: That was, that was one of the first thoughts I had when we started in on on this episode. Was um, on on TikTok on YouTube, there there's an entire subgenre of yeah. videos that are literally people going around with the camera giving things to homeless people, right. and right. and there's been videos even of after. After that, camera turns off. Them taking things back because it's holy for show, and I just (laughs) I can't imagine. I just can't imagine going that route, you know. Um, But it is. It's almost like the Bible is timeless and still applies to today. Isn't it crazy?
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Wouldn't it be nice if there was something in Scripture that showed this
1: truth being lived out? Oh, wait, there is. (laughs) Matthew, I mean, Mark chapter twelve. Verse started verse 41, and he sat down opposite the treasury and watched the people putting money yes. into the offering box. Many rich people put in large sums, and I think it's one of the other Gospels, they put in coins that would clang. Yeah, yeah. so it would it, make so noise. So it would make yeah. noise, mm-hmm. so everybody mm-hmm. would look and be like, oh, they gave so much right. money, yes. oh my yep. lanta. And a poor widow came and put in two small copper coins, which make a penny. And he told his disciples, truly I say to you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who are contributing to the offering box. Yeah. They contributed out of their abundance, but she out of her poverty has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. Mm.
2: Right.
1: You don't have to be rich to be generous. Right. You have to be generous mm. to, to be, be generous,
2: generous, right? Yep.
1: It's a great quote. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, and when you do it, you know, I'd much rather have that person, you know, slide in or, or right. anonymously um and I can say this about my dad. My dad was one of the most generous guys mm-hmm. I knew. If there was a need, he literally, he, he didn't care. Mm-hmm. Hey, here you go. I've seen him, and he did it when nobody else was watching. Yeah. He never knew. There were times when I was watching what he did. Um, and, hey, the church is getting a phone call. <laughs> um, and I would I would just see it, but I would never say anything because I didn't want him to know that I'd seen it. Right. And so I try to be as generous as he is. can't say that I always am. Right but I want to have that built into my mm. DNA and I want to pass it on to my kids that you are to be generous as you right. live.
2: Well, and we, I mean, we as a family being, um, uh, air force family, military family of, uh, um, <clears throat> uh, an airman, um, that, you know, didn't, didn't make a lot of money, um, when we first started and, and we were on the end or the receiving end of things many times. And the uh, your first reaction is to refuse it and to not, not take it. And yet we realized that when, if, by doing that, then we were not allowing, not only were, would we not be getting the blessing, but we were not allowing them hmm. to give the blessing for being the givers. Right. And so it's a very humbling thing to receive it. Um, it's a very humbling thing to give. Yeah. And and truly, I know that the times that we have given and done it in secret, um, it you kind your 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 human nature kind of goes. Oh, it'd be nice if we got some recognition, but yeah. really, in the deep, deep recess of your heart, you know that God saw it, and that's really all that matters. Yeah. And um, I did read. Um, in one of the commentaries i was looking at and it said that we ought to be seeking god's approval and not man's applause yeah oh, and that's true. and and i just thought that you know that's a great great thing for us to hold on to because god's approval and god's rewards are so much more hmm. than man's applause and man's rewards yeah
1: i've heard about preachers and i, I may have told dan you and drew this in it um Never preach for man's applause. Right. Preach for the approval of mm. God. Yes. You know, that's the reason people tell me, You don't care how mad you make people <laughs> I, I and to be honest, I don't. Right. If I know when I finish preaching, I've got the approval of God mm-hmm. and I feel in my heart that God it, as much as you know, look, do I make mistakes every time I stand and preach? Yeah, I do. Uh-huh. But if I think God is approving of my sermon as I've preached it, I, I don't mm. I don't care what
0: to make right, right well this is it yeah I mean it's not like you out there looking to make no I don't mad, look to but, make people mad <laughs> but at the same time you know as long as this guy's truth their reaction is not right. really your right. concern at that yeah. point, you know. Yeah, don't go. I, I say it all the time.
1: Hey, I'm just a mailman. I'm yeah. delivering the mail. If you yeah. want to get mad at somebody, get mad at God. He's the one that gave it to me. Right. He's the one that Wrote said it. it. Not nearly as fun as getting mad at Hank. <laughs> yeah, much yeah, rather get mad at you, Hank, than God. Well, take it up with God. He said it in His Word. Right.
0: But but both of those things, both the um, both giving without making fanfare out of it, and giving when you feel like you don't necessarily have a lot to give both of them require the same thing which is a recognition that it's not about you it's about what god has provided so the gift isn't from you it's from god so, I mean, that's like a, if Mona gave you a gift and I said, look at the gift Mona gave you. Don't you like me for that? Like, that's crazy. Somebody yeah. would be like, you're you're a fool. But we try to do that. God's giving something to someone. We need to just be the vessel for it and then yeah. get out of the way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he
1: says it, what you're talking about, he says it there at the end of uh, verse two. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. Literally translated, it means this. They have their formal receipt, mm-hmm. the applause of men, the pat on the back. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. They've got their receipt, you've yeah. got nothing in heaven right there there's nothing stored up for you in heaven, yes, so I guess to me, this really leads to this truth. Then how should we give right-hm mm-hmm. what is what do you look for in giving? um I don't know I don't know if y'all knew this may be one of those where I catch y'all off guard. um, how do you plan on your giving um do we give for a reason what?
2: Well, I mean, my, my first thought is that we give because we know that that's what God wants us to do. Right. And so I don't, I don't know that we plan our giving. I think we just give when the need presents itself and then we say, yeah, we need to give to that. Mm -hmm. I think that's what in our house, that's what it's done.
1: But are you making a, a conundrum, a difference between tithing and giving?
2: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it, when, yeah. Yeah. Because we tithe because that's what we've been commanded to do. And so that's the first the first of our money. Yeah, first is, fruits. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Too often we give Jesus a leftover. Right. Thing first.
2: Right. And it has to be done first. And then that giving of extra and giving generously and our giving. Offerings. Yes. Yeah. That's
1: why the Bible speaks of tithes. And offerings. And offerings. Mona's been trying to reach down, I think, to get her to get her water or something. Like okay. she kept, she be Remember that little birdie I talked about <laughs> yeah. last week. The um,
0: the now. The one thing I will say that that those two really have in common, the the just the giving and then the tithing. At least for us, there is a planning in the sense that once we started tithe. I'll be honest, with you, there was there was a long part of our lives, um, even our married lives, that we did not tithe. Right. Once we realized what we were missing out on and that we were going to begin that, we started to plan in the fact that we started to shape other parts of our lives to make sure that we were able to tithe. Yeah, We made it a priority. At the same time, we also found ourselves doing that same thing to make sure that we had that extra to give when the need present itself. Mm So even if we didn't know right away, Hey, this money's going toward this, we would try to shape our lives in a way that would allow us if that need present itself to give when there was an opportunity.
1: Yeah, There's nothing wrong with having a little stash back there. So when, when something, but if, and if it's for that, I mean, Mm -hmm. you you never know when a need's going to rise, but it, it, listen, when we're just looking at it just from the monetary part, Mm-hmm. There might just be somebody that needs to talk to you. Yes, right.
2: Yep, absolutely.
1: You know, it it may not have anything to do with your finances. Right. Yeah. So I want to make sure we make that clear too. It may just be that they want need an ear. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're struggling. Yep. They're in a deep dark place, and they need a friend. Right. Somebody that can hear them, bear their soul, and say, "Hey, God has got you. Yep. God is here. God is listening." and so let's look at it from a mm-hmm. biblical spiritual point of view
2: or even just a word yeah i mean how many times does the holy spirit prompt you to go and say something to somebody or write a note to somebody and because they know that that because the holy spirit knows that that person needs to hear from yeah hear that word of truth and so when you're obedient then that's giving also yes it, it, absolutely. It, it, it,
1: it never ceases to bless me or make me smile when, you know, I don't put something on Facebook every day. Um, but if I'm, if I'm having my quiet time and something just jumps off and it leads me to a thought or if I'm, I'm reading, you know, I have my son reading and what I'm reading leads me to a thought and I go find a passage to, to back up that thought. Um, and I put it out there and then a lot of times I'll get either direct messages or sometimes straight on that or text messages back to me, live tweeting. Um, <laughs> And they say you don't know how much I needed that word today. Yep. That's humbling because I mean I'm like nobody needs to hear what Haman has to say, but when you get something that's that direct, and then I mean within a lot of times it's within minutes, right? Something is sent in return of you don't know how much I need. I needed that word today, or even for people that will see it on. Un- un- Day later, like, hey, I remember I just saw this and I needed it today. Yep. It's it's as if God knows how to work all of it out. Yep. And so, be prepared to do what God is called, but it's also led by the prompting of the Holy Spirit. Yes, yes. And so, if you're not aware of the Holy Spirit in your life, if you're not, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, cognizant mm-hmm. of the moving of the Holy Spirit in you. Yep what the voice of the Lord in you sounds like, Mm -hmm. you're going to miss opportunities that you could work. Listen, not for a church, not for yourself, but for the kingdom of God. Really, it comes down to having a kingdom perspective, doesn't it? Yes. That it's about the kingdom work. Yes. And it's not about building Hank's kingdom or Mona's kingdom or Dan's, the mosaic of Marian kingdom. Mm -hmm. It's about building God's kingdom and helping his kingdom as God's. How much of a blessing is it that he wants us to be his hands and feet? Mm-hmm. That he gives us the ability to help those financially. That, right. that he gives us the the ability to to know some verses of Scripture that when somebody needs a word, we're there to yeah. pass along the word. His word never returns void.
2: Right?
1: How amazing. I mean, you ever stop to think about that? His word never, N-E-V-E-R, <coughs> never returns void.
2: Even though it might seem like it. I mean, we might be in the midst of a situation where it seems like um, somebody's not listening or somebody's Mm -hmm. not responding or somebody's not living a way that, you know, you're encouraging them to do according to the word. But yet we have that promise.
1: Sometimes you got to let it soak.
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: You know, you got to let it soak. And it may be a year or two years or three years.
2: Right. Because really, if it's growing those roots, it's going to take a while for those roots to go deep.
1: And so, as you, and, and maybe as God, this is good stuff here, as God is working in what you've given that person, God is also working in you. Yes. Growing your faith, growing your hope, growing your truth, and growing the roots that he has for you right. even deeper in your own soul that you're going to be like, man, I've prayed and i prayed and i prayed and this and this and this, and then the next thing you know, bam, and that person says, you'll never know what it meant mm-hmm. when you told me five years ago right. this, and you're mm-hmm. going...
2: I don't know what I said. (laughs) Well, and
0: and you mentioned it just a second ago. And um, one of the other ways non-financially is is praying for others. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I I was debating whether to share this or not. Um, I was not a a good son. I'll just be honest, Um, especially when I was a teenager. Um, When I would come home, and there were times I was probably not in my right mind when I came home, Um, late, late at night. My mom would be up, and teenage me was like, "This lady is such a nag," <laughs> you know. She's uh, yeah. a. But I can't tell you how many times I came home, and what I heard was her praying from her room, mm. and what I heard was her praying for me. Yeah. Wow. And as much as I didn't want to hear that then, I'm so thankful for it now. Yeah. Yes. Um. So so never underestimate, and and it goes back to what you you were talking about, giving out of need. When you don't have a lot, for you to say you don't have anything that you can give is for you to say that God didn't provide anything yeah. to you, and that's a lie from the devil. Yep. And so if, if nothing else, you have the privilege of taking someone else to God and bringing their name before the, the God of the universe – so there's never a time where you can't do that. So there's never a time where you don't have anything to give. Yep. Hey, it's now a podcast because I'm quoting Hebrews. <laughs> <laughs> you take them to the before the throne of grace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, that's not a small thing. No, that's you
1: know? not right. the God we, we have so lost. This is one reason. You know, I'm reading this book by um Paul David Tripp, um, and I'm preaching the series on majesty um through um this summer. We have, I know you've read the book, Mm. we've lost this picture of the Mm. gloriousness of God and the Mm. greatness and the goodness of God. We've made him just sort of like, yeah, he's God. And we've become so, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Familiar, but not in a good way. Yeah, Yeah. Familiar with him that we've lost the awesomeness of him. Mm -hmm. right? And so when you have that, you're thinking, I have the ability to work for the God of the universe. Mm -hmm. Y'all hear this statement. The very same God Mm -hmm. that created everything seen and unseen, the one that said, let there be light, is the same God who died on a cross to Mm -hmm. save you from your sins. Right. And is the same God who rose again from the dead on the third day, defeating death, hell, and the grave, and is the same God who hears your prayer. Yes.
0: And that realization right there is how you get away from depending on the praises of man when you do things
2: Yes.
1: He's a God in heaven, y'all. And he right. wants to,
0: you say it all the time.
1: He wants, it's relationship. Yep. Mm-hmm. Speak about that for a minute. What Well, does. And,
2: and we've talked about, so we've been away from the Sermon on the Mount a while, but the whole point of what Jesus was saying is that, um, it's not about your religion. And, it, yeah. and he was, he was speaking to the Pharisees and saying, it's not about your religion. and, and the Pharisees, that's all they focused on. But what was Jesus was saying, but it it's what's in your heart. And so as he's speaking about what is in your heart, well, what what ought to be in your heart is your relationship with Jesus. Yeah. And and that relationship that we are able to have, because God said, I am going to create a new covenant with them. Mm. And and I am going to put my spirit within you. And I will be your God and you will be my people. And um And I know, I'm sure all, you know, you may be thinking, I've heard you say that before, but it's such a beautiful truth that I think we don't fully understand, we don't fully study, to know that that was God's desire from the very beginning. I mean, you can read verses in the New Testament talking about um, that before the ages began, that God set his plan for your salvation, so that yep. he can be in relationship with you, and and that's his desire, and so that's what all of this that Jesus is teaching about is, so that we can grow in that um, relationship with him.
1: Man, I wish we had more time. Our time <laughs> is literally gone. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but and, and uh, you're talking about God. He's. I think it's in Jeremiah. I think that he's going to give us a heart of flesh, not of stone. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now we, we think a lot of times of the flesh and the Bible is bad, but he's what he's saying there is a soft heart. Yes. And really it's hard. You, you should not be a Christian with a hard heart. Yes. Your heart needs to be soft and tender. Right. Uh I I've laughed I used to never cry. And now just I've laughed to tell people, I'll cry to drop a hat and many times I'm the one dropping a hat. <laughs> you know, um and at times I'm like, why am I so tender hearted now? (laughs) Things just break my heart Mm. when people um, are hurting and there's nothing I can do. Like, you know, I love to go to Burma and I'll just, I'll have to walk away at times Mm -hmm. because the need is so overwhelming and it's just, it's crazy. Um, Well, I don't have time to go where I was going to go, but um, here's my big thought and then I'll let you guys say something and then we'll end. Your desire, it ought to be sort of like this. God, others, self. Whatever God's calling you and whatever he is, your relationship with him, as you just said, ought to be first and foremost. Mm. Secondly, your desire ought to be to pass that along to others.
2: Right.
1: You should come third. Mm. Mm. Right. At the earliest. <laughs> you know, you, you might put family there if you want to be. But you should be last. Mm-hmm. We have made it us, God, mm-hmm. us, <laughs> us, right? Maybe others. Great. Right. So get you know about priorities. Great. Right. Thoughts?
2: Um, yeah, I had one. How would it go? <laughs> I, I always just say check your motives yeah. and and make sure that that you are not um practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them? Are you doing it for um, man's applause? Or are you doing it for God's approval? And what are your motives for giving? And what are your motives for um, for doing the things that God asked you to do? Um, is it for your own accolades or is it for God's?
0: Mine's not all all that different. You probably actually said better than I can muster, but but so much of the Christian life is, is about not settling. And I don't mean you got to have the nicest car, the nicest clothes, the nicest house, whatever. I mean not settling for what this world has to offer when God is offering so much more to you. And that that involves the world's praise. Who cares about the world's praise when God can be pleased with your actions in your heart? Right. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Wow. This is like quick.
2: It is every week.
0: (laughs) I mean, literally, I
1: had other places I wanted (laughs) us to go. But, hey, um, Dan, closing prayer. Yeah.
0: Heavenly Father, we thank you again just for that privilege of of being able to come into your word, share it with people that we love, and share it with our listeners. Heavenly Father, we just pray that people that are hearing this podcast, that there is something for them that begins those roots to grow in your word and your truth. Heavenly Father, we just pray that, As always, your word does not return void and that hearts and souls and eternities be changed not through our imperfect words, but through your perfection. In Jesus'
1: name, amen. Amen, amen. Hey, my name's Hank Meadows. I'm the pastor of Mary Baptist Church. This is the mosaic that is, always has been, and will always be Marion. And we're so thankful you're with us. I got my home slice, Miss Mona, playing injured today. Hey. And um, producer DJ Dan. She plays better injured than I do healthy. I, don't <laughs> know I was thinking that too about myself. But um, hey, God bless you guys. See you next week.
2: Bye, y'all.